Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And my friends are here. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez, and I'm a biggest Friends fan ever. And I'm Vanessa Martinez, and you be with my friends here, guiding me through all episodes there ever was of Friends. <laughs> <laughs> 236. 236. We're on Almost the 27th episode. Uh, this is season two, episode number three. Uh, the one where Mr. Heckles dies. It premiered on October 5th, 1995 to 30.2 million viewers. Jackie, give us a quick overview. Yes, it's the grumpy Mr. Heckles. We already know who he is, but he lives underneath Monk and Rachel. Well, he dies while trying to shush them with a broom. Um, he doesn't have family, so he leaves his belongings to the noisy girls upstairs. And as the girl, as the friends go through his apartment, Chandler fear, fears his similarities with Mr. Heckles. He's scared he's going to die alone. And then Phoebe tells Ross she doesn't believe in evolution or gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this episode. I thought it was a great Chandler episode. You learn mm-hmm. a lot about him. It's introspective. His characters developed a lot and. You know, you, he, he evolves. He grows a lot in this episode. I agree, too. It's a big Chandler episode. Who he who he's going to be, who he wants to be. He's contemplating it all. We have these days where things happen to us. We're like, what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, that still happens to me some days. <laughs> it still happens to me, and I'm 50 years old, so you know, it is a, a thing, but uh, forever. But, yeah, it's great. His whole fear of dying alone and when he's realizing it and going through the yearbook and and it's it's set up so great because at the beginning of the episode they talk about, you know, the woman that he's dating doesn't like her, you know. And then Big Head, right? No, that was the the end. end. Oh, the end. (laughs) What was the first one? The first one was um big nostrils that like oh yeah, big nostrils look up and see the brain. <laughs> oh my God. So they set it up good. So they set it up with him, you know, nitpicking about that. And then when Mr. Heckles dies, and then he's like, wait a minute. His big book of grievances is all about all the grievances he has about people. And then about all these women that he's dating, you know, like, and little things that he picks on them. And then he died alone. Yeah. But apparently he still liked, Monica and Rachel, even though I mean they may be the only contact you ever really had with a lot of people. You you think about that, you know there there are a lot of people in cities that are kind of like Mr. Heckles, kind of reclusive and sick mm-hmm. to themselves, and it, that part was sad. But he yeah. has been a pain to them the whole time. Yeah, and you wonder too. It's like, why is this man so grumpy? <laughs> well, maybe because he didn't have family. Maybe there was something in his past that you know. He didn't keep in contact with his family. He regrets his own. He regrets his own life of like being so nitpicky about these women, and that's where Chandler comes in, and it's like I don't want to be like that. He needs to do something. But it's also it is loud, as we find out. Yeah. <laughs> it is Uh-oh. loud when you people walk across that floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that was very funny the way they brought that in too. That it actually is loud, and Chandler goes crazy and starts banging yeah. on the ceiling. So. <laughs> I live in an apartment still, Vanessa and Jason, I know you guys live in houses, but I live in an apartment still, and I live on the second floor, so it's a three-story building. So I'm always conscious of tiptoeing at, you know, 5, 4.30 in the morning when I get up for work, 
And then my neighbor above me, he's not so conscious. I know his schedule. I can hear his footsteps at five o'clock. He wakes up five o'clock every morning and he plays loud music. And there's been times where I'm like, I want to be a Mr. Heckles. (laughs) But I know it's apartment living, so I just like give it up to apartment living. Be like, oh, it's apartment living. This is just what you deal with. <laughs> Jackie, this could be an opportunity for love to blossom. You no. gotta hit the broom, and maybe no. he's the one. No, don't bring sand to the beach, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I will not say anybody that lives in my apartment building because I don't know. I think Vanessa's onto something here. No, I think he's younger too. And um, love comes in the most unexpected ways. No, I just won't do it because then what if something, what if uh, you're in that moment where you're like, you like this guy, he lives above you, and then all of a sudden you hear another woman upstairs? You move out. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. I would never do it. And he listens to a lot of Drake. Um, he listens to a so lot. So he's in of, his feelings. Is that a problem? Mm. No. Well, I don't really like Drake that much. I like his early stuff, but nowadays I'm just like, no thanks. Well, when and you so, get to know him, maybe you like Drake. I don't know. Yeah. But sometimes he listens to it like middle of the night on like a Friday, like a Friday night, and he only does like loud listens when it's a weekend, like weekend. We're during the weekdays. We're good. But during the weekends, yeah, Saturdays, he's like up there bumping it at like 1 a.m. sometimes. And that, that I just turn my friends up louder, <laughs> you know, if I'm up. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so the poor person who lives below you. Yeah. Well, the person who lives below me, um, I actually had a thing with one time when my parents were visiting and we were um, putting the couch bed into the couch. And then when we were building stuff, when I first moved in, they're helping me move in. And she knocked on my on my floor because we were being too loud because we were banging and then she came up and screamed and was like do you realize i'm it's 10 30 a.m on a sunday morning you should be up anyways <laughs> so she I was my mr heckles i used to have mr heckles and he hated me <laughs> <laughs> but i worked a night shift so i didn't uh-huh. get home till after like 11 o'clock and you know uh-huh. after working a night shift you're you can't just come home and go to bed. You, no. Well, I would, you know, play music or, you know, work on things or whatever. And he was always complaining, always yeah. complaining about it. And I felt bad, but then I didn't realize that I was being that way. And But poor guy, he just he hated me. But see, that's the thing, though. They know they live in an apartment. If they're so concerned, go, go on the top floor. Go on the top floor. You know, it's like, or when you rent an apartment, look for a top floor apartment. Yeah. It's, that's what, that's my thing with my upstairs neighbor. I just give it up to apartment living. This is just temporary. This is what's going to be. And and that's it. You just deal with it, you know? So, but the, my downstairs neighbor, when we got in the fight, I actually was like, I don't want bad juju. And so I bought her a $5 gift card at Starbucks, left a note and says, you know, like, let's put this aside. Cause she yelled, she came up and yelled at me twice. And I'm like, let's put this aside. And, um, and I don't think she lives there anymore. And I'm like, I don't want bad juju. Sorry about the disturbances and all that. And then she, I tried to make nice with my guy. Yeah. And he, he, we sort of got to an understanding near the end. But yeah, you know, sometimes I think that you do need to just reach out and, and kind yeah. of form a relationship or an alliance with them. And, you know, yeah, yeah, she doesn't, a little more accommodating. She doesn't yeah. live there anymore. It's somebody else. So, um, but the, uh, that happened when I first moved into my studio and that was about two years ago. So. Yeah, I mean, look at Mr. Heckles and Rachel and Monica. They never got to know the guy, and now he's gone. 
yeah, and people I mean, like to pick on young people too. Yeah. I feel like I was really young and you're, you're young. So yeah. I feel like that's part of it too. Yeah. No, my girl underneath me was young. She's like in her twenties. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, that was a total Mr. Heckles. <laughs> She's too young to be a Mr. Heckles. What I thought was funny this episode too is that Mr. Heckles left the belongings to these noisy girl up number one, noisy girl number two. <laughs> he liked them, or he just wanted to torture them by having to deal with all this stuff, get rid of it all. He, they literally had to clean his apartment out for yeah. him. I think maybe he secretly liked them, like he saw something in them, you know. And Rachel's like, "Oh, what did she say? How much? How much money do we get? Or like, where do we sign? Or Let's, something? Yeah, Let's talk, talk money. money. Yeah, yeah." yeah. But, and here's the thing, maybe because that's the only interaction he had with, like, the public, like, with them, you know? So that's the only people that he had in his life, and that's sad. (laughs) So I think he did secretly like them, but it was always so funny when he knocked on the door. Like, my birds, you know, you don't have birds. I could have birds, you know? (laughs) When he stole the when he stole Marcel. Yeah, when he stole Marcel. Yeah. Yeah, so so I noticed the Mr. Heckle's apartment is apartment seven in the episode? Well, that's, they're standing, when they roll out the body, they're standing from apartment seven, but the body doesn't come out of apartment seven. He's still apartment number eight. Okay, so, but then, so then. twenty. Yeah, okay. so how does it go in the building, you know, if they're yeah. 20. The apartment numbering in this building is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it, yeah, this is like the, this happened in the episode in the one where the monkey gets away. The controversy yeah. with his apartment number, it was three yeah. and then eight. Yeah. And it stays eight in this in this episode. So and it's the last time we see him, obviously. So I wonder why they tried to they decided to kill him off now. I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder why they did too. And I wonder if they made the Chandler connection or you know early in the se- early or they created that all for this episode. Hmm. Maybe they created it off this episode because it is really his like growing moment. And it's funny. So when he's talking to Joey about it and, you know, what happens to Joey at the end of the series and what happens to Chandler throughout the series, you know, you, we have these answers. Vanessa, not yet, but we have these answers. So <laughs> it's cool. Tell. It's cool watching back. It's cool watching back. Don't tell. Don't, don't tell me. <laughs> don't don't me let, let, let's take a quick break. We come back. We'll talk about uh, Phoebe. Phoebe and her crazy <laughs> <Christmas> of science <laughs> or, <laughs> or whatever. And guess who's back? Janice. Janice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this. We're right back. Okay. It's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, and we were back. And just when you don't expect it, guess who shows back up? (laughs) 
Janice. And I love that he Janice. called her and you see her and you think, oh, oh she's, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and you think she's going to go right back to him, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, no, there's a twist. Yeah, but it's funny because her prophecy is fulfilled that she mentioned in the one with the candy hearts. Yep. Yeah. You're Do you think they remembered me. that or did the right? Yeah. We totally remember that. He totally did. I just love the whole how it how it happens when she opens the door and then Chandler goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> They're really playing off of her that her right. iconic life. <laughs> and the fact she, that she's married and pregnant, pregnant, I'm like, wait, I want to know more. Yeah. Who's she married to? Who's this guy? Yes. Well, you'll see more of her other relationships in later in the series. So but I do like. Back? Yeah. Well, I like too that, like you know, the, they flipped the Ross Rachel thing this season, and they've now they flipped the oh, Janice, yeah. uh, Chandler, Chandler thing too. Oh yeah. Right. He's chasing her now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she does. She's on for nineteen episodes, so yeah, she's sprinkled in. And she's- I love the fact that she says. I mean, she, obviously, she still has something for him, or she wouldn't have gone a gone, and mm-hmm. she wouldn't have said. Why did you come? When he said, Why did you come? He goes, Because I would have missed this, uh, the uh, seeing the look on your face. <laughs> Janice yeah. likes to have her fun. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, that's so good. I like Janice. I know. she She's so good. She's Maggie Wheeler. This whole, she just brings it in. Again, another moment where he's really having this thoughtful, um, evolutionary, you know, what am I going to do with my life? And then she has, she comes in. It's like always, she comes in always these moments where it's moving their character forward. And then she like, right, stops, stops it from happening. It's hilarious. I love it. I love everything (laughs) about Janice. But it's so funny how the girls, Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica sit Chandler down and they tell him, you know, you're scared of commitment. And he kind of has a realization like, oh my God, like, no, stop. I don't want to commit. Yeah. Well, I think it's hilarious how he thinks he's this, you know, odd person, this crazy person, not like any other. And they're like, no, you're like all guys in their 20s. Yeah. <laughs> all guys in their 20s are exactly like this. Yeah. <laughs> Except for yours, Vanessa, because you stay with Caesar for so long. Yes. <laughs> but I true. have experience. I have experience. Yes. Most guys are like this in their 20s and even in their early 30s, too. I feel like it's not till after 35 when they're like, all their other friends are getting engaged, married, babies, that they think, oh, maybe it's time for me. I do think there is a moment for most men where they they do kind of flip that. So, oh, mm-hmm. now it is time for me too. When their light goes on, 20s, this is the theory. You have to catch them when their green lights are on. Yes, that's for sure. You got to catch them when their green lights are on. It's all timing. In their 20s, it's a, it's a red light. And then early 30s, it's a yellow. And then mid-30s, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And then, okay, let's talk about uh, uh, Rachel and the lamp. Yes, the seashell lamp. <laughs> yes. The seashell lamp from uh, Mr. Heckle's apartment. She loves how tacky it is, which I think mm-hmm. is interesting for Rachel. Mm-hmm. And then Monica does not like it. Yep. Type A Monica. She's like, it doesn't go with my stuff. Oh, you still think it's your stuff. You know, and I'm just renting a room. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that is an interesting development, too, how Rachel, Monica still thinks of it as her apartment. And mm-hmm. it, I think it's true. I don't know. But still, that lamp was just 
too tacky. But then again, nothing in the apartment matches, so that lamp blended in, I feel like. It was so big. It was. was. (laughs) And like, where, where did they get that lamp? I tried looking and I couldn't find where did they get that lamp, you know? That's funny. Yeah. Well, the other, the clock with the crazy Barbie doll, like, yeah, was even, <laughs> was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> he must have, like, somebody must have made that. Yes. Yeah. Like a PA or something. <laughs> hey, you got to make this. <laughs> this is your arts and crafts project for today. Make a shell lamp. Very creative uh, uh, props department. What about the whole evolution thing with Phoebe and Ross? Yes. Hilarious. Of course, it's her to have that conversation with him because he is Mr. Know-it-all, like, I'm smart, and he tries to tell his friends about so many different things. They always, like, pretend they're falling asleep or, like, oh, this is boring. Of course, it's Phoebe, the one that challenges him, the one that is just so out there. (laughs) Yeah. And won't back down. She's got her whole story, too, her whole rationale Mm -hmm. for it. Uh But in real life, she has a biology degree, Lisa Kudrow. (laughs) (laughs) she knows her stuff (laughs) she does she does she plays it well and it's just hilarious how she flips it on him too so he's so stuck like evolution i've spent my entire adult life studying evolution and then you know bringing fossils to show her and then she turns it on him and i thought that was such a great moment and great like part for her like monologue for her turn on him you ever think that this could not be true. <laughs> and it was and funny that, how, yeah, Ross just kind of like questions himself and walks <laughs> away. He just like does a dramatic entrance <laughs> as he's leaving the apartment. And then Rachel like, and Phoebe's like, well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> she was totally she playing was. him the whole time. She knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. By the <laughs> way, you know, I've said earlier that Ross has kind of been my fashion um a model in the the nineties. That yes. suit he had on was hideous. Oh my gosh! Yes, it was like the light light uh, cream, cream color. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't call it even khaki. It was like yeah, you're right, cream, cream. with a pinstripe and that wide lapel and then three buttons. Yes. That's when that first three and button thing first came back, and it's awful. And no one should ever wear a three button suit. A three button suit. Where's huh. the, where are the three buttons on the bottom? No, there's three buttons on the jacket. Three buttons on the jacket, yeah. but by your like all on. up here lower. It just you know usually there's two kind of uh, like your midsection. Below, this one's usually a little higher. Oh, three button suit is terrible, and we should never come back into style. Okay, like, I know. That was hideous. Wow. And then the pants were pleated with cuffs. Yes, and then the tie was like a big old thick tie. Yeah, but that was very nineties. <laughs> Yeah. Chandler's tie was big too. It, well, it's it's small at the knot. The knot is small, mm-hmm. but then it's very wide down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Very nineties. When you buy your ties, are you really picky with them? I don't really wear ties anymore, as you can tell. But yeah, <laughs> I do like a big knot though. A big knot. I think knot. that's more in fashion. I like skinny ties. Yeah, I like a thin tie too. Yeah, yeah, those are nice. But yeah, but his he he looked hideous. That was too much. <laughs> It, it wasn't as bad when he took the jacket off, but uh-huh. the jacket was terrible. Uh-huh. And there were some, it was very point on for the 90s. He had to look all studious when he's telling Phoebe that she's wrong. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, the styles come and go, and hopefully that one doesn't come back. Like <laughs> some of the styles can come back, yeah. not that one. Yeah. Rachel's crop top can come back. 
Oh, I don't know if you noticed. I meant to mention this in the last episode. She was wearing a two the first episode of this season. She was wearing a navy crop top with the patch that said tees. And in the second episode, she was wearing a white one that white crop top that with the the patch that said tees. See, I noticed the crop tops, but I didn't notice that attention to detail like yeah, you men- mentioned the tees. That's I mean, I, they were all fashion, you know, everybody was looking at what they were wearing and how their mm-hmm. hair was cut and all that. It was very, very, very popular in the 90s. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite lines for this episode? Vanessa? Mine would have to be at the end when Chandler looks around at the empty apartment. He leaves a broom by the door and then uh, he says, goodbye, Mr. Heckles. We'll try to keep it down. Aw, that's cute. I thought that was my favorite line too. That was a cute moment. Mine, so mine was from Chandler as well. He's all when he's like coming to the realization that he's like Mr. Heckles. He goes, "Our trains are on the same track. Sure, I'm 30 years behind him, but the stops are all the same. Bittertown, Aloneville, Hermit Junction. Who thinks of these? That's so funny. We've all been there at some point where we think that you know it's gonna you know yeah. so it's very universal. But he just does a great job of mm-hmm. putting it out there and explaining it, it how mm-hmm. people feel. I think that's part of the the fun of the show. Why people connect to it. Yeah. Even young, uh, you know, our friend from uh, la- uh, last season from London who had the, his thirteen year old friends fan. Yeah, you know, you, these are universal truths that we all connect with. That's why it's a legacy. <laughs> And it's just so deep. Like they think about all these things, but they're so subtle, and everything is just bigger context. It's uh-huh. just, I and they know, do it in a just, funny way. Yeah, done in a funny way, so it kind of brings you a lighthearted. Okay, I'm gonna be okay. You know, kind of like relief because it's a comedy. Comedy. Yeah, they take it to the extreme, which mm-hmm. is you know, almost theater of the absurd sometimes. But that's what's great about it. Mm-hmm. They tested the boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're all in love with our friends. No, we love it. (laughs) All right, well, that was fun. Yeah, very fun. All right, coming up in the next episode of Friends with Friends, we meet an ex-husband. Lots to talk about there. Yeah, whose ex-husband is it? Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Follow us on Instagram, Friends with Friends Podcast. And subscribe, give us nice reviews, and leave five stars. Yeah, see ya.